<laughs> Sorry. Um, welcome to the Friday Arse. I'll just explain why I've come on laughing and why probably Ryan's laughing. Um, we were just discussing his wedding before we came on. He's getting married in November. And we're just taking the piss we should have. He should have his intro as his wedding uh, song. Uh, and in where my screen, I don't think you guys can see it. On my screen, I can see your cameras at the bottom as well as where you are now. And all I could see was Ryan dancing to this song, <laughs> like doing his wedding dance to this to that uh, to the intro. Dance, so, yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta that, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing too because I'm such an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious though. <laughs> hey, yeah. gotta, gotta practice sometime. You got to, mate. You got to. Well, anyway, like I say, we'll get to it. Welcome again to the Friday Arse. Thank you for joining us, guys. Corey, as always, thank you for joining, mate. And no worries, mate. Ryan, again, thanks for joining. Um, if you was on and show us last week, these two had a great discussion, a debate. It was amazing. I recommend it for last week. I don't know if it's going to happen this week. <laughs> I Probably not. <laughs> no, I think, I think we'll um, probably be on the same page this week. <laughs> I should be, unless sure. he thinks. Man, unless he thinks um, we're going to beat Man City, then we got a problem again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. We could have a nice little bit. Debate you never know. Hey, look, if, he's, if you've got good points and you can convince me and everybody else that it's going to happen, then uh, yeah, look forward to hearing it. <laughs> so we can. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we are meant to be. We were meant to be joined by uh, Mike. But unfortunately, he might, he's having some personal issues. He might still join us. He might not. If not, he will be back for next week because he is a Arsenal fan. But his hometown, or uh, where he, where, he, yeah, basically his hometown, because uh, he is Portuguese. He grew up not far from Benfica or uh, something along those lines. I'm not too sure. He could probably explain it better than I could. So Benfica is his hometown club. So he also, he also follows him quite regularly. So we was hoping to get him on today. Uh, like I say, if not, we'll get him on next week and we'll see if we can get him on next week to help us discuss what's going on, especially with the match last night. Uh, Corey, what did you think of the match last night? Did you in, did you find it entertaining? Was it, was it boring? Let's go. Yeah, um, entertaining is a strong word. Um, it's not one I would use. Um, it wasn't, it had its moments. I think I um, the I think the parts that made me jump out my my seat the most are Abamyang's misses. Um, mm. Some of those chances, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that, that uh, first chance must have been harder to miss. Yeah, I was like, you know, you just you you're already celebrating um, before you know he's kicked it, mm. and then puts it wide. Um, so I, you know, that's that. My takeaway from that game was that we were better than them. Um, I think I, I, we had the better chances. We could have killed the tie um, there and then, um, but we were wasteful whilst creating chances, but not playing amazing either. I think some of the play was a bit slow. Um, we've seen that a lot um, from Arsenal. I've, you know, there was a point where, you know, before, before the sort of Smith rolls and, and whatnot came into the side, we played really sort of slow, ponderous football. And um, it was a bit like that. Um, he's, Arteta shifted some players about, you know, Smith Rowe on the left instead of um, Pepe, for instance. Um, Lacazette on the bench and whatnot. Um, the changes showed in, in, and not in a positive way. So, um, 
yeah, it's a game that we should have we should have killed it off, you know, despite not playing well, but we didn't. So you know, it's sort of well poised for the second leg. Yeah, because there weren't really any changes to the first team, was there, from the Leeds game? You know, like you just said, the ESR was shifted to the left and Erdegaard was shifted to the middle. I mean, that was the only real change from the Leeds game. Well, no, it was the same same lineup. No, no, like I said. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Same 11. Did you fall asleep? (laughs) I I, I did. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I don't. But yeah, I mean, I guess you know if you know, yeah, it worked against Leeds. Um, but obviously, Aubameyang was in. Like we not who was who who expected a, a hat trick from Aubameyang against Leeds? No, um, one. no one, you know. So I'm not. But cool. I don't blame you for doing it again. But um, yeah, it didn't work out this time. Aubameyang probably could have had a hat trick in in this game, but um, wasn't his night. No, no. I think obviously playing in Rome as well. For me, um, they looked really leggy, especially being in, you know, we played against Leeds, we flew out to, you know, they've had a training session in between, we've flown out to Rome, they've had a training session, and then it's like having a game. Must It must be tiring, you know, after, you know, doing all that. Travelling takes it out of you. Mm, yeah, definitely. Even if it was only Italy, for, you know, it's not only a short trip, really, what is it, four or five hour trip from the UK on the plane? So it's not, it's not a long trip, but it's, you know, tiring is... Yeah, sorry, travelling is really tiring. Uh, Ryan, what did you sort of make of it? Uh, did you see anything different to Corey, or was you pretty much the same? No, I mean, pretty much hit the nail on the head. The only thing I will say is, to me watching them play, it was as if the team thought they were up 3 4 nothing the entire game. They just played like we had a three-goal lead. They were just very lackadaisical. Ah, you know, if we score again, we score again. No, 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 no. Game zero zero, you didn't score, and then I think I think when we you know when when we conceded that penalty and then they put one in on us, I then they were kind of just like, oh yeah, maybe we'll score, we'll put something together, see what happens, and you know, Saka coming in clutch, and by the way, beautiful pre assist from Odegaard. I thought that pass was just awesome to uh, to, to Cedric um, to get Saka for the goal, um, but yeah, I, I just I just didn't understand it and. Um, I specifically a certain player who, not my cup of tea, but uh, sorry, Gary, cover your ears. Uh, everyone's been high on Granite Jock and how well he's been playing. And yeah, he's kind of impressed me a little bit with, with the way he's been playing. I thought he was absolutely dog shit uh, yesterday. I, it, he just didn't play like he cared. He, he just kept passing backwards and sideways, but mainly just backwards. And he didn't really seem to want to progress the ball, um, and which was, you know, same old tricks. Uh, same old dogs, whatever. Um, I actually thought Sabas uh, did really well, and then and kind of leading into what I was saying, you know, we did have some some good points. You know, um, I think Odegaard and, and Sabas were our best players, and it's going to be interesting to see, especially for me, Odegaard, how he's going to um, affect the game on Sunday against Man City because I, I do think you know he's a special talent, and I think he's slowly coming into his own as an Arsenal player. And I really want to see what he could do against probably the best team in the Premier League. And yes, I agree with you, Gary. No urgency. Yeah, yeah obviously I'll put that um, statement back up that uh, Gary DWTT has made. Arsenal don't have any sense of urgency at any time in the game. Ugh. He's right. It was one of them games. I, I sort of agree with you with the 
you know, oh, we're probably already four, four five nil up, that type of thing where it's just taking it taking it easy. And I just feel like with it being a Europa League, Europa match, we're away. Away goals still do count at the minute with that. And it's like, well, you know, surely you want to be getting in there, getting the getting the goals, you know, trying to push for that because the league is going to be hard work. We've we've said it before on this show, we, we, you know, so we're probably just going to repeat ourselves there. The league is going to be hard work to try and get top four. So our only chance really to get into the Champions League for me is going to be winning the Europa. And I just didn't feel, or I wasn't convinced, I wasn't convinced in the sense of there wasn't really showing that. Compared to what we've said before on this show, like me and Corey have mentioned it before, the Europa League games that we used to watch, there was everything, you know, there was, it was entertaining, there was going for it, there was trying to score the goals. And I, I just didn't feel in this Europa League match, it, we didn't see that. Corey, do you agree? Yeah, no, it's like I, I, I said off air, it was a bit like um, what we're used to, what, we, what we've been used to seeing before, you know, um, we introduced the youngsters, just this not, lack of urgency, just it feels like it's like they're running around with like weights in their boots. Um, yeah, just I feel like this Arsenal team, when they when they when it's like a must win or it's a bit of pressure, they they feel more anxiety than they feel adrenaline. You know, I feel like the more that they need to score goals is is the slower and and more um, safe that they play it. Um, as opposed to really like, you know, going into sort of fourth, fifth gear, you know, yeah. they kind of just stall. Um, and that's something that, you know, I think that's a psychological thing, because if you look at other managers, other clubs, you know, successful ones, and, you know, they need to get a goal or, you know, they had a goal down or like Ryan said, it's nil-nil and it's like, look, let's go, you know, they up the tempo, you know, the passing gets quicker. Um, more chances are created. They run harder. They run faster. You know, to try and take players on. We don't seem to do that. It's just the same the whole way through. And it's sometimes we that same um, gear we can win the match in. Um, that same gear we can lose it, but it never seems to change. Yeah, no, no tempo. Yeah, I mm. get. Yeah, I get. But to go on, players like Ryan mentioned earlier with Ceballos, uh, he did have a really good game yesterday, and I thought he was quite good against uh, Leeds as well. And there is a lot of talk in there about him signing a contract, possibly, or Arsenal signing him for next season. Uh, the the talk or the rumours around that is he's going to be around twenty two million, and rough. He's on at the minute f- between fifty and sixty k a week. So if we did probably sign him, he'd probably be more seventy eighty k a week. Would you would you sign him up? I don't know if we've discussed this before. Actually, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I discussed it. I discussed it yesterday on the, the Thursday night Thursday night live show with Darren and Liam, and I just wanted to bring it to you guys as well. You know, would you sign him up, Ryan? Do you want to answer that first? <sighs> I, I, I really it, it, it depends on so much. Um, he's not the answer. He's not the person we want to play next to Partey. To me, he's just a depth option. To me, he's the guy that's going to come off the bench and, you know, with his uh, his long range of passing, you know, he's willing to work on defense. He's willing to, you know, really get into that final third with his with his again long range of passing. Um, but he's not of the guy to start with party. So I think, you know, when you when you put the twenty two million up, you have to also say to yourself, you know, if you're at the club, you need to be like, you know, cool, we'll buy him for twenty two million because I do think it's fairly good buy. But we still need somebody else. I still want Basuma. 
Like, I, you know, I think if you tell me, like, you know, we're going to get Pasuma, would you still sign Sabayos? Yeah, I think I think Sabayos is good. And also, if we could do that, I mean, again, the way, you know, with our history, I don't see that happening. But, you know, if we could get, like, a Pasuma and Sabayos, maybe that means, uh, you know, good old, good old Jock is out the door, which is news to my ears, which would be just, you know, celebratory drinks all around. But it's, it's just – it's very – it just – it depends just on how this window is going to go. And especially, you know, with the whole COVID window and how it's just constantly changing and windows are just not as, not as crazy. And, and it just, it just looks like to me that it's either Sabayos or we're going to sign someone else, in which case I, w- I wouldn't do it. Uh, Corey, have you got anything different to add? Yeah, I agree with Ryan. Just, um, He's, we, he's we've had him here for two seasons now um you know he's been okay you know there's been there's been a couple of moments where we you know he looks like he you know he's a he's a, a really good player i mean when he first came and i think his game against burnley yeah. uh, we were all like oh wow you know the way he was moving the ball around the pitch and whatnot and sort of had really con- a lot of control of the game and whatnot i don't think we've seen him be as good since um so we know there's a player in there but in this team under this manager I don't think here's a place that he will fulfill his p- potential. So I would rather, yeah, just get like a, a proven um, Premier League player for that kind of money or, you know, like a young English player for that kind of money who will probably, you know, sort of be around the same level um, than sort of, you know, Sabayas, who I don't think is actually going to improve us much, if we, you know, in terms of what, what else we could get for that same money. And it's crazy, right? Because the way Sabayos plays, he, he he's not fast. So I think I don't I, I don't want to completely absolve him because I don't think he's a he's I don't think he should be a starting eleven player for Arsenal just based on where we're going, where we want to be. Um, but I think I do I would like to see him more with Partey because I do think he can make him better. Because if you see Sabayos playing with Jaka, Sabayos is slow to begin with. You know, and if you partner him up with an even slower immobile player, you have you know, if you ever watch Sabayos' game with Jaka, he's literally doing everything. He's he's trying to he's trying to get into the final third with his balls, but then he's gotta run away back and make you know tackles and interceptions and recoveries in the back. And I and I think he's good at both, but he can't be tasked with both. If he's tasked with both, he's just he's just he's just gonna lose both and he's just gonna not he's just not gonna play well, as we've seen watching him play with um with with Jaka. So I have a little bit of hope to see him with Partey, but again, I think you know the season's not over yet. I I do kind of want to see him with Partey, but again, I think when Partey comes back, they're just gonna they're just gonna sit him and they're just gonna play Jaka because Jaka is Arteta's golden boy for right now in that midfield with Partey. So um, but I definitely want to see that because I think that to me will give us a good kind of gauge on if we should keep if we should keep Sabayas because um, Jack is not doing him any favors. And, you know, like I said, I, I do think there is something in there uh, for, uh, for Sabayas that we could uh, use, you know, for the long term. And, and I do think he's he would be a great squad player for us. So the thing is, so, sorry, Mike. No, you're all right. You, you two go because I'm, I'm completely <laughs> different to you guys, but I'll explain why. The thing well, is, yeah, we've, I, we've, I've, in my opinion, we've got two other midfielders on the books that are better than Sabios, yeah, in Guendozi and Terreira. You know, there's, there's, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying these guys. I forgot about him. 
I'm not saying these guys are going to like come back to, I think, you know, I don't know how much, if, if the bridges have been burnt or, you know, with, in Torreira's case, he just doesn't like London, doesn't like England, you know, there's been sort of, sort of issues that can't be, you know, rectified at the club. But it's just, it's just funny that we've got him on loan and then we've got these two other guys out on loan who, in my opinion, are better than him. So when we're talking about sort of, you know, bringing in a, a midfielder, I'm like, you know, if, if Torreira and Guendouzi didn't already play for us, I would, I could, I would look at those two and be like, yeah, I think they could, they could, they could do something. But we, we already own them, so it's just, a, it's just a weird situation. Yeah, I agree, but um, I'm going to disagree with you guys on Sabios because I actually, um, I think it'd probably be a really good signing. I think um, for for someone with Sabios, he has got he has got skills in there, like we said. Yes, he doesn't show him every game. Um, so I agree with you in some respects. I agree with both of you in some respects of the things that he does and what he does wrong. But I think as a squad player for twenty-two million less a hundred k a week, I think it's I think you'd be stupid not to. Not only that, because he has got the Premier League experience as well. He's, been, he's you know he's, he's going to be playing well when he's finished this this loan stint. It's two years in the Premier League, so he knows how it works now. He knows how to go with it. I'm not going to turn around here and say he is the absolute answer. Because uh, I'm I'm not that stupid. He's not going to be the answer. Uh, what I was around thinking for when it all came out and about the twenty-two million, I thought for that price, that's not bad. Considering he could be one back up, um, and then on the other thing is that we can concentrate on the other areas. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, we can concentrate on the other areas. Uh, to where we need it, like we need a left back, we possibly need a new striker. Everybody knows if you want a decent ish striker, he's going to cost they're going to cost a fortune, you know, at least a small fortune. Someone that's going to be on the same sort of caliber as a Bamiyang in today's market, you, you're probably looking about 70 million easy. So, I'm for someone like having Sabios. For twenty-two million, quite cheap, we can probably get that back in the sale of Torreira and Guendouzi. I, uh, when you're what you were saying, uh, Corey, with Guendouzi, I think the bridges are burnt on him. I think he's not coming back, and with Torreira, again, he's not. I don't think he took to England very well. I don't think he likes the UK, and we've seen this before with South American players. Some take to it, some don't. You know, and. This is the issue that we have around around it. It's like not it's not for everyone, and sometimes you just can't get used to the weather, the culture, whatever it may be. Yeah, who knows? But I think it'd be a good signing for that sort of price. It's, I think it's a steal. So then, Mike, let me ask you something, and, and, and I'm not saying I disagree with you and think you're wrong, but so you're saying that you would you would be fine with having uh, Sabayas Party be our starting midfields next season? Uh, I never said that. What no, I'm, I'm asking. I'm not saying you did. I'm but just asking. You've got, to, you've got to understand as well. Look how much Partey cost us. He cost us 50 million. Right. In or around 50 million. Um, Xhaka is not, is not coming to the end of his contract. So we're safe on Xhaka. So we can probably keep him for another season. You know, El Nene is not the answer as much as you probably want him to be. He's ah. not going to be the answer. He's not. But, yeah, I know. Um, who else is it? Sorry. Um, Willock there, but yeah, know. Willock. I don't think he's he's not that type of player to sit in the midfield that that far down the midfield. We've also got um, 
What's the other guy called? I don't even know. Yeah. But who I'm really excited for? The one who plays left back and right back for us. I've completely forgotten his name. It's awful, isn't it? Who? No. Left back and right Maitland back. Niles, Maitland, Maitland Niles. Maitland Niles. That's it. Oh, 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 oh. I think I think your screen's froze, mate. <laughs> yeah, James. I've, I've been. <laughs> I can see that. I might have to leave and come back. Yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying about uh, Maitland Niles as well. I just don't think. Um, I think we probably should have let him go already. Um, he's. He's yeah. not in favour with Arteta, and we could probably easily get 20, 22 million for him, if not more. Yeah, it depends, it, it you know, depends on so, really. So, in all fairness, I think I think it's a safe option. Granted, it is a safe option, but also I think it's a good option. But I'm not here to change your minds. This is just my opinion. So, again, this is what I mean. So, it's nice to have a disagreement with people, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. It's not like he's a yeah. horrible player or anything like that. It's always, you know, he's going to be a player that some people like. And, you know, but for me, if we were to sign him permanently and, you know, take that money that we could use elsewhere and get mm-hmm. Ceballos with it, I'll be a bit underwhelmed. You know, I just don't, I just don't think he adds that much that it's, it's worth doing. Um, I'd rather see the money go elsewhere and I was trying trying something a, a little bit different. Or, you know, Arteta and Gendouzi sitting down. Arteta and sitting down and hashing out their issues and then bringing him back. Because, you know, he's a different type of player to Ceballos, but he's a perfect... I like his style a bit more. I think he's a bit more energetic. He can carry the ball a bit better. He's not as sort of neat as Ceballos, but sometimes, you know, when we talk about uh, our slow pace and lack of energy and stuff, like Gwendozi is a player that can inject that. Um, Sabias isn't so. Mm. I'd rather see more of a, that type of player come in than than the Sabias type no, of player. No, that's fair enough. If we can get someone better for that sort of price, by all means, I'm all for it. But I think the other issue that sort of swayed me towards signing Sabias is in in a couple of years' time when we're thinking, right, okay, we've got a, you know Arsenal's got enough money to spend on a a really good midfielder or a, a midfielder's come up that we all want to see at Arsenal. The options there, we can buy him, then go for it, you know. But with, we've with Sabios, we've also got that resale value on him as well. If we keep him under 100k a week at 22 million, I think we're in for a good thing there because we can probably get the 22 million back in in a couple of years when we're ready to do that. So I think that's the other thing that sort of swayed me to it as well. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that I actually completely kind of changed my team a little bit, completely agree with everything you're saying, Mike. The only thing that I have. Is my eyes? I'm just I'm just deadlocked on getting Basuma. I think he's just I think he's a talent that we just shouldn't pass up. I think he's someone that'll help us out in the long term. And have you uh, ever watched Arsenal transfers on deadline day or anything every year? You know, every January, every you know, every every summertime, you're thinking, oh yeah, we're gonna get this guy, we're gonna get that yeah. guy, and it fizzles out. You know, like everything else. Yeah. No, yeah, and, I, I, and we I, end up I, getting I, a Chelsea reject. So yeah, that's true. But like, like I said, I I think Sabas is the is. I don't say he's the answer. I think it's the right move if we could get Basuma. If not, then I could I could see that. And also to somebody in our academy, Aziz Miguel Aziz. I think he's going to be. I think he's phenomenal right now. Uh, I think next year he'll probably get you know the cup games. You know, I guess Europa or Champions League, even if we, if, we, if we get in that. Um, I think he's somebody that'll be a great center midfield, potentially for a party too. So I think the Sabayas thing it, it isn't really a bad idea. I just, again, I really like Basuma. And on top of that too, you know, 
I'm a huge Ganduzi fan. I know a lot of people know that I'm a big Ganduzi guy, but I I really think the bridge is burned there. I, I don't see him getting back into this team, which is, is sad for me to say. But and and then again uh, with Torreira, I completely agree with you. I just I don't I don't think he I don't think he likes England. I think it's a I think it's a little too physical for him. I think I think he can handle it to an extent, but I just think he just doesn't like it here. And you know, with all the rumors about how uh, Mr. Ozil teasing him in training and like he was getting bullied and stuff. I don't know how true that is, but if that's also <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently there's talk that like Torreira got picked on because he was so short and stuff and Oza was uh apparently uh the lead perpetrator. Meanwhile Ozil's tiny as shit too so I didn't I don't really yeah, get that. Who, if you let you can't let Ozil Bully. No, I know. Just, you know what I mean, <laughs> like yeah. how soft do you have to. It doesn't matter how short you are. You know, you call yeah. it always a bully. I don't know how, if I, how much I believe that. Yeah, but, I, um, I, I don't either. But I've heard it from multiple people, so I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, but regardless, I, I think he doesn't like England, even just for like the weather and stuff. Regardless of what's happening in the team, so well, I, I don't. What, see this it. is what I'm saying. You know, for someone who's been playing in Italy, it was it Sampdoria before, and so. He's on, uh, I think Sampadori is on the West Coast, I think. I'm not too sure of Italy. So you've got the Mediterranean weather that, you know, it's all nice. It's heat. It's beautiful scenery in Italy. And then you come to London and a lot of the time, yeah, it's nice in London, don't get me wrong. But a lot of the time it's, it is quite cold when it wants to, you know, when it starts, the weather starts dipping, it's freezing. Um, yeah, it's a massive cultural shock, and yeah. it can be to the uh, to a lot of South Americans. We've seen it before in in other ones, you know, throughout the Premier League history. Some South Americans make it, you know, like look at Aguero, he made it. Suarez, he made it. But then there's other there's others as well who don't make it. You know, we've had a couple. Is it Baptista? He didn't make it. Danielson, he didn't make it. Mm. You know, so it, it's always a case of it's it's finding out who can and who won't. So that that's the issue with it. So some do, some don't with South Americans. I, sometimes I think it's just a massive shock to the system. If that's the case, that's cool. If I find yeah. out it's Arteta again, yeah, that has <laughs> alienated him. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go. I will go on another rant <laughs> about this man because even with Gwendozi, yeah, I'm like, are we getting enough from Arteta to justify letting go of? Uh, uh, you know, as a young player with that much potential. A potential asset. I get what you're saying. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Like, it's already bad enough with Martinelli, yeah, that Martinelli's hardly getting any playing time. Even um, against Benfica, they brought him on really late. Mm. So, you know, he, hadn't, he had no chance to do anything, you know, when we needed a player that can sort of get in behind their defence because they, you know, Benfica are playing such a high line, right? But yeah. he made the substitution quite late. So I mean, even then, I'm sort of like, this, this manager is quite short-sighted. He's substitutions... Are renowned for being atrocious. Yeah, Willian always comes on. Um, he doesn't. He has it. He doesn't make substitutions that change the course of the game. You know, mm. um, and then we've got and then we've got Martinelli there. That's not getting any minutes, so he's he's not going to improve if he doesn't play. Um, I said I said this yesterday on the Thursday show about Martinelli. I'm sick of seeing this kid not playing, but that's yeah. that's I think that's another story, probably another so, podcast as so well. Magic. So so and I was. I was talking to my mate and he's like, oh, I've, you know, it, does, it doesn't seem like Arteta raised him because when Arteta first came in, he didn't play him then either, you know. Mm. So he's, he doesn't seem to rate him because I think we're going to lose him, which is a shame. And I'm like, if we lose Martinelli, again, one of the young players that have been touted as becoming, you know, a, as a major talent, and we lose it because of Arteta, and we lose Guendouzi, 
And then I find out that Torreira's gone because of this manager as well. Yeah. And, and all for what? So that we can finish 10th in the league. You know, that will really. It's not going to stand well, is it? It's not going to no, stand well. No, because he's not, Arteta's not showing us nothing to, to say that, all right, let's stick with him because, and let's get rid of all these players because he was, he's worth it. He's not showing that. So I, I really hope that's not the case with Torreira. And I really hope with Martinelli, it's just because maybe his fitness and his injury is not 100%. And that's why he's not playing. It's not just because Arteta don't rate him because I, I don't. You'll think know Martinelli, as well as I do. You'll I don't know think as well Martinelli's as I do doing with the tactics. I don't think Martinelli's doing good with the tactics at all. I think you know he got was it uh was it Man U where he was hooked off at halftime? You know for uh, for William, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend that. That's not I won't defend that. But I, I do think Martinelli's still raw in the in the in the tactics and what and what Arteta uh, wants. Um, and what doesn't up his case is Pepe's playing well, Saka's playing well. You know, you have the whole ESR Odegaard situation going on. I mean, there's really no room for him. And I, I know a lot of people are calling for him to play against Benfica, but I and and we've seen this is what we see from Arteta. You know, he has he has the terrible subs, but he sticks with he sticks with his eleven. Once he finds the eleven, it's he he plays it till it gets till it breaks. That's just what he does. So you're probably gonna see the same lineup against Man City. Uh, well, I would probably make I think we'll see changes. a couple of I think we'll see a couple of changes But I think he's going to try to go as close as he can to that 11. And obviously like I think Tierney's probably going to come in, but like besides that I I think he's going to he's going to try to stick to the 11 as, as best as he can. I, I don't know, I don't know because he, Pepe had a few good games in a row then he got dropped. Hmm. You know. Yeah. I think it's um, the whole but, but, but we didn't we didn't complain because when he got dropped Abamyang um Mm-hmm. got a hat trick and everything it's a kind of like we just sort of ignored all of that yeah and now you know ESR is now got that position when Pepe didn't do really do anything to lose it you know and this is and this has been a sort of growing trend with him as well when a player starts to get some momentum what happens you know that's the player that gets dropped the players that are out of form they just get game after game it's weird you know so um I don't know in terms of the, like the next game and whatnot. I'm, I'm sure against Man City, which we're going to get onto, like well, he'll... we'll get into it now in a minute. Yeah, so carry on and then we'll get straight into it. Yeah, I guess Man City. He's going to probably do a little pet thing and try and overthink it, and you know we'll switch to free, we'll switch to three central defenders and <sighs> you know wing backs and whatnot. I'm sure we're going to do that, and we're going to get smashed anyway. It's not going to work, um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, as long as it's why, not above three goals, I'll be happy. <laughs> You know, Man City have scored more than three in their last, what, four games? Um, Something like, a, like that, I believe. Yeah. I can double-check three, three or, There's three or, three or more in the last four games, so I don't see why that's going to change against us. Um, but I think he'll change the team up. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, their last one, two, three, four games, they've scored three to four goals. So. Yeah. Against Everton, there's the one three one. Tottenham, the one three nil. Swansea in the FA Cup, the one three one, and then the beat Liverpool four one. Yeah. So, yeah, they they are a bit on fire at the minute. <laughs> yeah, and what's that? What's that? Fifteen wins in a row. They're unbeaten in seventeen. Uh, home games into yeah. Is it, no, no league games into yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah they haven't yeah. lost since what was it November of last year? And that they was broke their own record basically, aren't they? Yeah, 
yeah, they broke the record of what they held anyway. But yeah. yeah, to get into it, team news is out at the minute. Um, so we got lucky considering it is a Sunday match and we've managed to get some team news. Obviously, we're going to be without Thomas Partey. Um, Kieran Tierney looks to be back, whether he starts or not, he probably end up will be in. And Manchester City are without two players, and it looks like Gundogan and Ake. Oh, good. So oh. Uh, they're going to assess Gundogan, so he could be available yet. We don't, I don't know. Yeah. He's being assessed before, and uh, Aguero is back. So he loves scoring against us anyway. <laughs> so there's always a good sign. But yeah, um, so they've pretty much got a full squad. Yeah, it's oh, is, um, uh, De Bruyne back. I didn't think he were back yet. I think he was on the bench last match, wasn't he? He came in. He came in on the 80th minute in their last game against Everton. Oh, he brought yeah. him on. Why does he have to be ready for the Arsenal game? I'm, That's I'm, just I'm, how it always is. No, like, it don't matter if it's Gundogan. It's yeah, it, 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 he seems who's like you know is just absolutely killing it. You know, he's like the best player for, right now. He's probably one of the best players, if not the best player in the Premier League. He's just, yeah, he's scoring so he's, well. To me, as you as you guys know, I don't class many people as world class. But he is definitely getting to that point where he's a world class player for me in De Bruyne, because um, oh. just the just the way he is, you know, his passing, his tackling, his professionalism—that's what I'd sort of go off. And he is borderline world class for me. So, Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's been world class for a while. I know, Pete. I know we'll be talking about the difference. He's a player that doesn't need to be coached. No, yeah, you can literally—you don't need to tell him nothing. Yeah. No. You could he, he could he could be having a shit, yeah. Whilst the rest of the team is getting their team talk, right, and and get tactics, he come back. He's, he'll come back in just as they're about to go hit the tunnel, right, and he'll still smash it, and he'll still know exactly. He's got an eidetic memory, and he'll just look at the ball and go, right, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just he I'm understands on. football. He is in yeah. tune with football. He's a born footballer. Like, he knows what to do. He knows where to move, where to be, who should be making runs, who, how to find someone. It's like his brain is. You know, he, he he. I'm sure he'll go on to become um, a coach or a manager um, mm. when he hangs out because he's in t- his intelligence, his football intelligence, is the highest through the roof. That, and- yeah, exactly. So, yeah, when you're talking about world class, that's what that's what you're talking about for a midfielder. You know, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, so um, so yeah. Obviously, if he's playing, then it's a problem. If Gundogan plays and he doesn't, it's a problem. If folding plays, it's a problem. If Bernardo Silva plays, it's a problem. Everybody, like their defence, Laporta, he can't even get into the team consistently these days. Diaz has come in and he's Diaz is looking like a, a Van Dyke, you know, his, that similar sort of impact that Who he would had. have thought as well? John Stone's been playing playing well John recently. Stone, you know what? And right. we were linked with him not long ago, not so long ago. We were linked with John Stone's. And everybody I know or everybody who I talk to as Arsenal fans uh, I'm, I'm not sure about you two yourselves but pretty much everyone I talked to was like no I don't want him as a has-been this that, and the other he's been crap ever since and I said well think about it he is he's probably not getting the game time as much at Man City and he wants to play you know he always he, he was getting picked for England sometimes as well when he wasn't playing so he does know football and he is a good defender and I thought he could it could be his resurrection if he come to Arsenal mm. uh, Loads of people was like, nah, 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 he's shit, he's shit, rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. Look at him now. Yeah. You sometimes, sometimes it takes a while. I know, like, some players have come to Arsenal and we, um, you know, we sort of want to write them off um, as soon as they, like, go through a bit of bad form. 
or whatnot. Um, there's people writing off Aubameyang saying, oh, you know, that he's done, you know. Um, and I was like, calm down. You know what I mean? This is the first bit of bad form he's, he's had in his career. So, like, just, just sort of chill on that one. And with John Stones, he's been at City for a while and it hasn't, he has not looked great. But sometimes there's just some, some sort of element that, that's needed to fit everything to click for that player. started playing well ever since Arteta left. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, look, he's, I mean, DS has come in and, you know, they've formed a great partnership. You know, John Stones, he's bubbling with confidence. You know, he's, he's up there sort of in the box, you know, getting on the end of headers and stuff, you know, trying to score goals as well. Like, that's how confident he is at the moment. And they would have um, thought he'd be keeping Laporte out of the team as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, they brought, he's Rod- a really good defender. Rodri's really looked really good this year as well. So he obviously adds that bit. He's a big guy and he adds that bit of steel to the to the midfield. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my mate, my mate Ashley, he's on a Play On podcast. And he, me and him was having a conversation. He was like, this is when everybody like was sort of saying John Stones is shit. And he was like, no, I think he's class. I would love it if Arsenal signed him. Mm. Um, we probably could so, have got him really cheap as well. Yeah, so to see him now and everything, I was like, "Oh, well, Ash, you're right." You know, what I mean, he's absolutely um, killing it. So, you know, they don't they haven't conceded more than one goal in a match for 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 a while. Um, no, I think what what I just looked at is usually they just concede the one, they don't really concede. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they haven't conceded yeah. more than one goal for a while, and they've kept they kept a load of clean sheets um, mm. recently as well. Um, yeah, they they're a problem. I. I have to say, I think Arsenal for Man City are our banker. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I'd agree with you. We, we did have some comments there, which I'm going to just come to first before we go to you, Ryan. Um, I did have it up for a while, but now I've lost it. Uh, DWTT put in, so will your City commentary be as follows? Will we play, th- play on Thursday versus Benfica? Depending on what the scoreline is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we've got Benfica. Yeah, it's 4-0, yeah. never mind. I know what he means though. I think a lot of people, like me included, have sort of written this match off already. I yeah, I, I yeah. have as well, to be fair, mate. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a tough ask. And if we do manage to beat him, it's going to take some small miracle to do so. So, yeah. And uh, sentiment is put in Diaz is the element because we were talking about the defenders. I agree. Diaz has been the element in their team at the minute. And pretty much what Corey was saying there. Uh, there's also things as well on here. Um, DWTT again. Martinelli and Odegaard should should get some game time. Just get some time on the field together. Yeah, you're probably right. Happen. Happen. This is what it's going to come to. This is what's going to come to me now, isn't? It? I'm just going to talk to you, Ryan, about this first. Is because we played ESR Saka. You know, uh, players that have been playing quite a lot recently. Do we rest them for this game knowing that it is pretty much a write-off and just think, play these, play these, like bring Pepe on, put Martinelli in, put Odegaard in the middle, you know, rest, you know, rest um, Saka um, and rest ESR just to, just to say, like, go for it. You know, what you got to lose, just go for it. We know, you know, we're the underdogs in this anyway. No one's expecting us to come out on, on top for this one. The chances are the betting odds are going to be at least a 1,000 to 1 to win the game. I don't know. I'm just guessing. So do we just think like, well, fuck it. Just do go for it. You know, send whoever you want out and just go for it. So it's funny. Uh, I actually don't think this game's a write off. Uh, I'm not writing this game off. I think this game is going to be, can I just stop you there quick? 
Corey, go. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, don't piss me off, man. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are supposed to be getting along this episode, all right? <laughs> don't don't go on. Tell me how you think, yeah, we could get a result against Man City. What tools do we have at our disposal that can get a result against Man City? Go on. <laughs> so, didn't let me finish. So, go um, this game, uh, so, yeah, I don't think this game's runoff in the fact that I think this game is going to be our measuring stick. Um, we have something, I kind of coined it, uh, you know, the, the pinwheel of death in that we have the front four. They're constantly interchanging. Aubameyang's moving to the left. You have Saka coming in the middle. Odegaard kind of drifting to the right. ESR's kind of drifting. Like, every everyone's moving around. Everyone's got pieces moving around. And I think it did really well against Leeds. I think... I think it did well against Benfica, but again, I just think these players just weren't up for it, and Aubameyang just decided he didn't want to score. Uh, so, but I mean, I just like the movement, and I think that's something that we haven't seen from this team in quite some time is our movement off the ball. Nodegaard and ESR are probably the two best. They're definitely the best on our team. I think they're up there with the best in the Premier League. Just their movement off the ball is just so smart. And, and you know, we talk about KDB's uh, football IQ and how it's just so good. I think ESR is up there with him. I think ESR is one of the smartest football players in the world. Um, now, with saying that, again, I said measuring stick. Now, it doesn't mean I think we're going to win. It doesn't mean I think, oh, we're going to really put it on Men's City. That's not what I'm saying. I think that we need to see where we're at. And I think this is probably one of the the better chances that we could kind of see how our formation and how our tactics are working because it doesn't get any better than Man City. Man City are probably the best team in the Premier League. They're probably going to win the Premier League. Cool. Uh, I think this is where we kind of see where we're at with people. Now, with the fact that we played Benfica on Thursday, I don't necessarily think we should start with the same starting line that we did uh, yesterday. So... I do think somebody like a Pepe needs to start here because I think Pepe, what he brings to the team is chaos. He's very unpredictable. Even he doesn't know what he's going to do. I think he's someone that we can put into this team and with his run of form that he's playing well, I think if he does the job that Mikel wants him to do, I think he could definitely, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he scores, if he scores a goal here or there, you know, because <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Again, I'm not saying we're going to win and you guys need to, you know, I'm not, you know, and we'll get to my prediction later. But uh, I think it's a game that we need to not necessarily watch for the result. We watch for the performance of Arsenal and we watch to see how these tactics. And like you said last week, I don't see what Arteta is doing. I don't get it. He, he's not showing me anything. He's not showing tactics. I don't know what he's doing. Well, I think this is the game where you'll see maybe, is it really working? Is this, you know, quote-unquote pinwheel of death actually a thing that we could use going forward? Or, no, we're shit, and Man City's going to put us at 7-0. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I think there, again, I think there's a few pieces that I think you, we could we could change and move around a little bit. But uh, I think for the most part, in my opinion, I think the, the starting eleven we had with Leeds at Benfica should pretty much go out and play Sunday against Man City. So the, the only way I hear what you're saying, Ryan, but I don't think this is the match to sort of see where we're at. I think the Benfica match was a good, 
sort of uh, measuring stick to see where we're at. You know what I mean? We're playing against a team in Europe who's decent. You know, they're de- yeah. decent team. They're good in their own league. Um, you think Benfica can hang in the Premier League? I don't think so. But my point is, yeah, if if we were if we were any good, yeah, that's a team that we could show it against because they're decent. They're decent. If we if we are a good team and we have a realistic chance of a trophy this year, then against Benfica, a team that we like, mm, you know, like you said, they probably couldn't hang in the Premier League, and we're like, you know, right in the middle of the Premier League. Yet we we still went in there as you know favorites to win so it's like i guess a team like that that's where players show up and that's where you're we see our tactics and we see like what is it that we're going to be seeing going forward if we're actually going to achieve anything this season against man city you're just pegged in to your own half yeah surviving um yeah if you've got really great counter-attack um um, tactics and players that can pull it off, then you know Man City is a good team to sort of see if you can, you can, if that can work. But we don't. I don't think there's any player or anyone that's really going to be able to shine against them. Maybe the odd car attack when they feel a bit tired and they take their foot off the gas. But the only saving grace for me is that they have a match, they have a Champions League game um, in the week, and Champions League is. I mean, they've pretty much won the league already. You know. Um, they're cruising with that. Champions League is where it's at. The Champions League is the Messi owners. They're like, where is that trophy, Pep? You've been here a while now, yeah. And we ain't even got close to. We haven't even got to a final. Where's it at? So I can imagine this year is like he's got a lot of pressure on him in that in that um, competition. So he could heavily rotate because Pep does love to rotate. He could heavily rotate and disrupt their rhythm. And that's when it can be a somewhat competitive game, but if it if he doesn't and it's just a, and it's a usual eleven that he you know that he picks, then you know I don't see that we can make any impact in this game whatsoever. No, um, yeah, that is quite fair. Um, I'm just looking at their uh, fixture list. They've got uh, Gladbach on Wednesday, so yeah, hopefully we could see a heavy rotate Ooh, I, I don't know it's it's still City to me you know even their second string players are you know some of them are really good yeah yeah you know, and they, they have got some really really good players in there so that's the issue for me you know we're looking at like say for instance Gundogan could be out but they've got like we said earlier they've got Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne you know if Raheem Sterling's out they've got Ferran Torres it's it, 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 I just don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah, they would have to. They would have I'm to. Really struggling with it. Goalkeeper, they'd have to put in Mendy. Um, you know, maybe a couple of players from the academy. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it would have yeah. to be a heavy rotation to sort of level things up a bit. But they're so far ahead of us at the moment. So yeah. far ahead. It's just, it's again, again, to say this is a measuring stick, I think you're being a bit far. I think that, that's not a measuring stick we need to be looking at. So, okay, so I, the reason why I say that, and I, it was going to lead me into what I was saying before, where I kind of disagree with Corey, where I was saying Benfica's a measuring stick. I don't think so, because a problem I have, which I guess kind of ruins the argument a little bit, but we play to our competition. And to me, I don't want to use Benfica as a measuring stick because we're, we're going to play their level. They're not good. We're not, you know. And even Arteta, uh, Arteta, excuse me, Pep said in an interview today, he says, whenever I, 
what I've seen in the last few months, every game Arsenal play, they are better than their opponents. And I agree with that. Every game we play, for the most part, we're better than the opponents. It's just a matter of, do we have that killer instinct? Do we really care about the game? Do we really want to put it on our opponent? And if we're playing a weaker opponent, we don't do that. And we and we shoot ourselves in the foot. Well, this, know, is like, it, this is it, you see. To take the Leeds game aside, and and I, like when we was talking earlier, in, well, when you two was talking earlier, I was just looking at, we don't score a lot of goals. So the last time we scored more than two goals was against Newcastle in January. Yeah. And then and then it was West Brom before that. There isn't many to say that we score a lot of goals. And at the re at the minute, we just don't seem to be scoring. We don't have that killer instinct, like you were saying. We're not we're not doing that. Right. And no, I, I, think yeah, what, I, I get what Corey was saying with the measuring stick with Benfica. We should have absolutely, in all fairness, I agree with him. We had them all over the pitch. We should have scored more than one goal, and we didn't. So yeah. I sort of get what you're saying with the Benfica. Yeah, but when it comes to Man City, with you got to remember as well with Benfica, they have got a couple of Premiership ex Premiership players in their defence in Otamendi and Vertonghen. So they're not bad defensively. They 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 were really good defenders. Yeah, but, were, keyword were they were, and, I, and you know what? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I they were. well, they're not. They're not, losing, they're not losing. They're not losing really like that, do they? You know, they've only been out of the Premier League for like less than a season, so they're not going to lose. The, they're not going to lose it straight away. But I just thought, you know, when you look at Benfica and you look at Man City, you, you're talking levels above. Oh, multiple. Yeah, no. Like, like I said, and, I, I yeah. think the problem here is just. Arsenal play to their opponents. They nine times out of ten, they are better than their opponents. Just just playing possession, moving the ball around the field. But when it comes down to you know hard facts, hard numbers, scoring goals, we just oh we're playing Benfica. Yeah, they, they couldn't hang in the Premier League. What do, what do we care? Like they have no, like no incentive to beat Benfica because they're so you know I guess you could say low in the totem pole. So I'm hoping, you know, with this Man City game, they'll be like, oh, well, Man City are one of the best teams in the league. You know, kind of like when we played Man City last year in the FA Cup. Everyone counted us out. No one thought we were going to win. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're out of the FA Cup, whatever. It is what it is. Got to focus on getting into the Champions League. And we beat them. So, I mean, again, I'm not saying we're going to go to Man City and give and put it on them. I'm not saying yeah, that I'm, at all. I'm just saying we – yeah, exactly. I'm just saying that I think that we can hang with them. And my hang with them, yeah, not not get run off the field. Ahead. You know what? You're coming. You you're back on next week, aren't you? If you want me, I can. Yes, you are because we're going to hold you to this. <laughs> Again, we're okay. Gonna, we're well, going to make you answer for this, mate. And I tell you what, I'll I'll eat my words if we if you actually are you're right and. We we beat. If, I, I, oh, I I know, who said? Who said? We're gonna, who said? I said yeah, we're beating. He didn't say beat. He I did say not beat. say that. I didn't say that. that. If we, I'll <laughs> eat my words. If we can, if we can get more than three shots on target, yeah, um, five. No, say six off target, yeah, um, and more than thirty-five percent. Possession, yeah. I'll eat my words. It, it doesn't even matter what the score is after that. That's a that's, low bar. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, that's 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 as realistic as I can sort of see that we can sort of hang with them. But apart from that, no. Nah, it's it's. I'm hoping it's just not a massacre. That's my that's my aspirations for this match. We don't worry about this match. Yeah, we are going to be sort of thinking about Benfica. 
Um, that's the important game. This is a write-off. This is a banker for Man City. And like I said, unless they, they want to write it off, but I doubt it because they, they're fighting for two competitions. Well, the um, thing is, they're 10 points above Liverpool in the league. Um, yeah, so they can afford... So they're going to want in the points anyway, just to further the... Yeah, game for them. Let's be real. Arsenal, Arsenal in matches like this are like are, are easy games, you know. Against a sort of mid-table team and whatnot, then yeah, we we compete and it's, it's not that easy. But against the Manchester City, it's... um. It's a walk in the park. Uh, you see, uh, Gary's put up a comment, and I, I'm actually with this one. Ryan gets to do the show from the kitchen if Arsenal get three points. As long as he keeps in his pants, I'm with him. I'm with you there. Uh, I told you to do that. Uh, yeah, no. I, it, <laughs> Humber Gumball just said, <laughs> by the sink. I think the, the thing that, like, really, I'm really mad because I, I do believe in everything I'm saying, but the, the reason why it's like, I don't totally like am in love with my point is because of the Benfica game. Like we should have beat them by a couple goals to where like <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm putting up comments. To put You've been talking to my fiance, Gary. What's what you doing? <laughs> uh, just, um, just for the listeners, because not everyone views uh, just for the listeners, scout re- DWTT Gary has put scouting report says Ryan has range. I yell Kobe every time. Anyways, um, oh, yes. God, so. no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. I don't. <laughs> but no, it, it, the thing that like really bothers me, like uh, about me saying, you know, oh, we we shouldn't write this game off, and and I and I I don't. I don't think we should write this game off. But uh, yeah, shots fired. Um, but yeah, it's just we. This Benfica game is so important that I almost want to be with you guys and be like, you know what, we should just write it off because. You know, looking back, you know, have we beaten Benfica by like a couple goals, which we should have done? Then I was like, then yeah, we, why are you writing this game off? No, we should. But again, that's why I'm kind of like uh, going. Call being realistic, Ryan. Yeah, no, but I, I just think with certain play, I, uh, I, I guess more of what I'm trying to say is like as a team, uh, Man City are levels above us. But I think we have a lot of individual talent, like again, like an Odegaard, who I, I I just I really want to see him against Man City. I think he's a really special talent, and I think he's somebody we need to hold on to. Um, I'm curious to see what he can do. I'm curious to see what ESR can do. You know, he's kind of revitalized this team, um, and 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 Pepe in form. I I think it, again, I'm not saying they're going to carry us to three points. I don't agree. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. But I think they could be players that could, you know, keep us in the game, can make it, you know, not a 10-0 game. Um, and I think defensively, we've been a lot better than in past seasons. And again, I'm not saying we're going to have a clean sheet and all that. But I, I think I think defensively, we, we've been doing a really good job. Granted, like, we're not going to have party, which is going to be which is gonna be real rough. And I'm probably going to eat my words in saying that. But, you know, I – I don't know. I just think that the game is going to be a lot closer than you guys think. Right. Well, I'm just going to do a little bit of insight here for you. Um, Arsenal have lost their last seven games against Man City in the league. Seven league games against Man City. The Gunners have only ever lost more consecutively against Leeds, and that was between 1973 and 1976. Arsenal have failed to score in their last three games, home league games against City, losing each time. The Gunners have never 
have never failed to find the net in four consecutive home league games against an opponent in their history. There's a record to be broken. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, and then there's a stat, and Tanner yelled at me because I was on his show talking about it. Uh, Pep's last, his two last unbeaten runs, I think were with Bayern Munich. I think they were like 15 games each. Guess what team broke that? Us. And now we're going to play them. Just saying, the records are there for How did break. Bayern Munich do in the uh, Champions League that year? Yeah, 10 2, I know. <laughs> they, well, they win? I don't, even, I don't know. Every time we say Bayern Munich on an Arsenal podcast, I just say 10 2. It's just like a. It's like a knee-jerk reaction. Basically, they're not us out of the league. Uh, basically, not us out of the competition, mate. And we should do every, which is the, most of the time. So yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. So when you when you comparing something like that, it just means nothing. Yeah, no, it's fair. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you get knocked out of the competition. Because you know when 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 Ryan said that we sort of play to the level of our opposition, that it gets to a point where sort of like okay, when that position is really good, we don't play yeah, to that level. Yeah, yeah, no, you know I, I mean? agree. It's, it's, I there's, agree. A, there's a scene in there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wish that, um, you know what I. I it, it pains me. It pains me. You know, mm. to be an Arsenal fan and to be this pessimistic going into a match that had we still been going to matches, you know, we would have to. How much does the tickets be for this game? You know, sixty uh, quid. Yeah, a game, right? So we're paying the maximum for this, mm. um, and typically. You know, beforehand, you know, it'll be because it's competitive. Like that'll be so. There are there'll be our rivals, and you know, we're looking forward to sort of how these players match up against their players and whatnot. So to see like us like this, even though I don't think we're that bad on paper, it's really like disheartening. You know, I mean, we should we should be able to say like when we brought in players like Pepe and Aubameyang, and you know, and seeing guys like Saka and stuff, we should be excited to see them against Man City, to see like, hey, let's see what they can do. Let's see like, you know, they could, let's see who can come of age in a match like this, you know, like mm. what we saw like from like Mbappe. I mean, Mbappe came of age ages ago, but you know, you bag a hat-trick against Barcelona, you know, at their ground. It's like, hey, <laughs> you know, he's he's the dog's bollocks. And we've got some young players that are looking like they're, they're you know, ascending um, and yeah, I would like to agree with Ryan to say like I can't wait to see a Saka or Odegaard or ESR against a Man City and you know re- really make a name for themselves. But it's, I just can't see it. It's still maybe too not, early. Not, for not, him. With, not with this manager anyway. Yeah, it's, not with this still, manager. It's, it's still slightly too early for him, I think, to to say like it's never gonna to happen. go against someone. Someone like just, just does not have the talent. He does. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see the talent. Yeah, that could be built on. For him to ever get a result <laughs> against Man City, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's no glimmer of anything. I, I posed the question to you like before: What player? And I'm not counting the young players. They're just improving just because of their age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What player has improved under this manager? I'd say Pepe. I think Pepe. Pepe's playing really well. No, no, no. And in his career. I mean, what? In, their, in their career, what player has improved under this manager? He don't have, he doesn't have nothing. He has. You can make an argument, tyranny. I can make the argument, tyranny is. I'm sure tyranny was already a good player. Really good. He, good like, yeah, in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah, but I, he was what good. is that? He was good he was, anyway. Was good. Yeah. yeah, he was already good. Who has improved? Who has been like, you know what? Under Arteta, this guy has really flourished. So hold on. So if you're not counting young people, and we're no, not counting. They just naturally get better, regardless, because they're young. <laughs> just because that doesn't. No, people just get. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. 
is. I don't agree with that. I, I do. I reckon any manager, Saka is Saka, ESR is ESR. Like you said, ESR is a really intelligent baller. Yeah. Saka is just he's just talented. He's just got talent oozing out of him. These this is not because of our manager. This so I don't so sport. I don't know how much you guys pay attention to American soccer or uh, whatever, but uh we had a player at was I think he was 14, 13, I don't even know, Freddie Adu. So he was he was a wonder kid at 14. Everyone was like, oh my god, he's the next big thing. Give me the next messy. I think he's played for like 12 teams. I think now I think he's like in his third, I think he's 30, 31. I don't even know, but he off a cliff. So you I, I don't necessarily agree with your argument because if you're saying someone's good, they're only gonna get better. That I don't I don't know, I don't buy it. I, 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 I put I was I was I mentioned Mbappe, yeah. Mbappe is not good because he played for Jardim. And then he played for um, Tosho, and then he's playing for Pochettino. Mbappe is shit hot, whatever the weather. Doesn't matter the manager. His his ascendancy it just keeps going up, and we and no manager gets the credit for that. You just look at him as an individual and be like, he's just special, yeah. And that's what I see with these young players. I'm not crediting Arteta with with their um th with them improving. Because that it's the same situation that it was with Mbappe. They're just good. Well, to make a really good to make a really good point in what Corey's saying, if you got look at someone like likes of Ronaldo, look how many managers he has been under in his career, and he's Special always and he's always gone up. You know, he's yes. never I agree. he's most, never dipped. Most so, players when they start off good young, they get better. I get that, but it's not a hundred percent the case every single time. I know. That's no, my I'm point I'm trying to make. Is like these guys, we can agree. ESR and Saka are just they're just talented, they're special talents, yeah. So, I will not give a manager any credit for their improvement, just like we were talking about with Ronaldo and Mbappe. So, aside from them, you know, with these other players, are not special talents that we've got in the, in the, in the team. They're good, some of them, some of them are good players and have done really well elsewhere or under, under managers. What player has improved, but under okay, so Jacker. Xhaka has improved under this manager. Xhaka did this and then this and then this and then this and then that's not improvement. He's, well, he, he's, kept, it, he's kept it going up at the minute. So, you know, to make that games. argument. For a few games, no. <laughs> but sure Jacka, when he was playing back in Germany, was a much better player than he was for us. Yeah, Arsenal. but that's the, the German league's a different league. But know, but my point is, he was good then. It's not like he was... Nah. This is the best he's ever been. But to be fair, I don't even care. I, it, I, I get your question. I get the point you're trying to make. I don't care. These young guys, they're playing good now. They're doing a job now. That's all I care about. I don't care that they're... Are they improving? Oh, they improved with Emery, Nander, Teta. I, I don't care. They're playing well. We're, we're fair, For the most part, we have players that are playing well. Um, yeah, to me, improvement means nothing. My point was because you, you guys were like, he's not there yet, and I, my point was, he's never going to get there because he has not shown anything to suggest that he could become so. So, 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 so young oh, players, I, I went on about Arteta, I was on about the kid uh, ESR in Saka when we were talking about Man City and you know, to step up and show what show your worth or show your value and whatever else. I was saying about them too, I don't think that they're yet to go to someone like City and go, this is my turf, I'm going for it. I just don't think they're on that point yet, them two players. I wasn't okay, on well, the bar, My whole rant was pointless then. Yeah. But I, my, <laughs> point, my point still stands, even though... <laughs> it stands. <laughs> the point, point stands, yeah. 
the only thing I will say, and I'm dropping this because I, I this argument I think is not saying you're stupid or the point. I just think this argument's stupid. Is uh, and I don't get how like if young players can get exponentially better and always get better, why can't managers do that? Like you know what I'm saying? You have, you have Doesn't to make see, you have to see something in the first place. Well, I, oh, I guess you don't see it because I see something. So I guess that's where we differ. I I, I do see something. I don't know. I that's do. Fair enough. And on that point, we'll go into the. Uh, Scores. Ryan, I'll come to you first, mate. What do you think the uh, what's your predictions, mate? So ten, no. Um I think I okay, so obviously with everything being said, I personally, before I get my score, I think we need to play Pepe here. I think we need to probably uh Well you've said that, just get on with Resty Resty is star bringing us star later on. Anyways, um and play holding. Um I'm gonna say it's gonna be two one to Man City. We lose. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I knew it would win. Yeah. I think we're just going to – we're going to give them a tougher game than people think. I just think that we have pieces that are – you know, we have we have a, we have likes of Pepe. We have – I, I do think Odegaard's there now. We have Pepe. We have Odegaard. And I, I don't think Pepe's going to play. It's probably going to be ESR. But even so, fine, ESR. I think Saka can hang with Man City. Um Tierney's coming back into the lineup. Uh, I think Gabriel's a good defender. He's a little rash. I'm a little worried if he if he's going to concede a penalty or get a card, but I like him. Please no David Luis. We need to play holding. End of. And I really want to see Cedric play on the right. He's been the best for us, but he's on the right. We need to sit Bellerin. So, yeah. But with that all being said, Man City are levels above us. The best te- they're the best team in the Premier League. I don't expect to beat them. I would love a draw. Yes, Gary, love a draw. <laughs> I just about to say because Ryan won't shut up. I was going to say uh, Gary DWTT has put in a one-one draw. I hope. I hope. Sentiment is put score prediction. Keep the score down, City. <laughs> so that's fair enough. Uh, Corey, what's your score prediction, mate? Um, if they play a semi-good team, um, fuck it, no, just three 0 <laughs> that, that, was, that was actually going to be mine as well, mate. Three yeah. nil. I, I hate yeah, saying yeah. I hate saying it, but sometimes you just got to be trying to be a little I'm bit logical not, on this. Listen, I just I wanted to know that because some people are like they talk da, 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 and then they're like when it comes to the score predictions, they're like, oh, you know, two one to Arsenal. Um, <laughs> even though there's all these, there's all these problems with the team and then the club, and then they're like two one Arsenal. It's like I can't take you serious, you know. I have to, I, <laughs> I want to be consistent, you know, with with what I'm saying. And obviously, I started off saying that we have no chance. So, no chance is pretty much a free no loss. Ryan, do you want to hand Corey his knife back, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free no. I hope I'm hope... twisting it as well. <laughs> but, I, I would like, but if I'm being optimistic, I would like a free one. I would like us to sort of get a go. I, I would like there to be some spells where we get forward and the young players do get to express themselves and, you know, and put something together and get some confidence going into the, the Benfica game, you know, because just getting a goal against the City side can kind of give you a lift. So um, yeah, definitely, yeah. I hope that we, we can get a goal, but um, yeah. I think it's gonna be a tale of two stories. I think you're gonna you're gonna see the game. You're gonna be like, okay, like I get it. Man City are better than us. Like you're, they're gonna show you why. Okay, like Corey's right. Like they're a lot better than us. Like I get this. But I do think there's gonna be bits in that game where we are a little threatening. We do some things, and I think we'll nick a goal. I really do. Um, I think, and I think to your, uh, to you, Corey. I think you'll look at the game. You'll be like, okay, like 
I kind of see something. Like, yeah, we're, we're not there yet. We're not that good. We're not going to win this game. City are way better than we are. But, like, they'll be – we'll threaten a little. We'll, 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 tickle the, we'll, we'll tickle the beast. We won't slay or do anything crazy. But, you know, we'll make our presence a little bit better. I hope so. I hope so. And then, you know, and then I then I might agree with you. Like, if you have, you know, I can be like, I can see something that we can build on um, with this team and with this manager. But if if not, if we're just pegged into our, our our half, like for the whole game and whatnot, then we ain't no better than whoever they played last. Yeah. Ever and Everton got a goal, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think we're Charleston score. Yeah. But someone's going to be eating some uh, humble pie next week anyway, let's face it. I love humble pie. Look, if, if I ever <laughs> predict a loss and I'm wrong, love it. Against Leeds, yeah. I said yeah. I did a loss or a draw and we won 4-2. I love that. Mm. Do you know what I, mean? I ate that nice pie play. that game. Oh, I was smiling. <laughs> I was smiling. Yeah. Like, yeah. more, baby. <laughs> I was I was happy, but I didn't I didn't expect an Abamiam hat trick. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, no. Did, I. <laughs> did yeah. anyone? So, um, so I was. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong on, on those occasions. Definitely, um, Benfica was pretty much right. Um, well, I, I was one I was nil. So, well, in my in my prediction league, that uh, you're in as well. I think Corey is, uh, as well. I put down. I think one nil. So Arsenal would win one nil, but I won't fire off. <laughs> yeah, they win so, one nil. We win one nil. Is you know, no, it's one to one nil to Arsenal. I thought we would have won that one, but. Obviously not, but yes, uh, again, thanks guys. Thanks for joining me again. It, it's always great to have you two in the show. It's brilliant. I love it when you go at it as well. And I can't wait for next, I can't wait for next week when someone's going to be uh, probably really, really quiet. We both predicted right. losses. You're right. Don't know how to be quiet. That's, That's very true. It's very true. This, that, that is very true. And, uh, Yes, uh, again, we couldn't have Mike on the show because he did have some personal things to get on with today. Uh, he is going to join us next week. So we're going to have someone who is a proper Benfica fan coming to join us on the show, which is going to, again, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have a bit of difference in the show. Uh, not like there's any difference between you two. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, thank you for everyone joining in, in the chat. If you haven't already, if you're on watching on YouTube, please like. And if you haven't already, subscribe. It, it, we do have a lot of shows on Ars Brothers. There seems to be what there's three a week going at the minute, and sometimes you might even get a fourth. Uh, so who knows? It depends what everyone's doing. So we we have the OG show on a Monday. We have the Thursday night live, and then we have we have our show, which is probably the best of the bunch. I would say, wouldn't you, Corey? We are the best of the bunch, oh, mate. I agree. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mac and Tony. Yeah, but you know, we're when, the best of the bunch. Yeah, we did. that's 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 what we are. that's what we are that's what we do. This is it. This is it. Uh, so right, we'll see you next week. Uh, you are joining us, Ryan, because you're going to have to have some of that humble pie, mate. <laughs> Again, was... I predicted a loss. I don't think you guys realize that. I don't think we're going to win. We can hang with them. Let's you we can hang with, with them. Yeah. yeah, we're going to show signs of something. I don't know what that is yet. We're going to show signs of something. Please, Arteta, pick a smart eleven. Think, think, Arteta, think. Yes, that's really shit. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Mate, you're seriously going to get some shit next week. <laughs> I can't wait because I'm going to, I'll dish it out. <laughs> so, yeah, join us next week. We're at probably the same time at 9 p.m. because we have to cater to the Americans. So, yeah, uh, see you guys later. Thanks for joining.